Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. This particular episode is going to speak directly to the moment right after a binge. You binge, you dove in, you just went crazy and now the guilt settles in. Now I can't believe I did what I just did. Settles in and so you're here and hopefully you can come back and always use this as a potential help or assistance in the moment that guilt settles in. And so let me first stay and let me first start by stating that the fact that you're here and the fact that you're listening to this is a step in the right direction. Even if this is you coming back to listen to this again, it's a step in the right direction. And I want to give three tips. I want to give three recommendations on what to do going forward. What to do from this moment here where you feel bad, the guilt settles in, and to what you can do going forward. Number one, do not let that guilt settle in more than half a day. It's got an expiration date, half a day. If that, give it an hour. That's it. That's all. You can't do anything about the past. You just can't go back. Time machines don't exist. And I'm sure if they do exist, somebody would be coming back and telling us about what's to come. So time machines ain't happening. So you can't go back and change what happened. You can change what's going to happen, but you can't change what happened. So get that out of your mind. that, That stagnant, just like, oh my gosh, just get it out. Can't do anything about it. Only thing you can do is move forward. That's it. And part of that is listening to this. Part of that is making a plan for what's ahead. So number one, you can't do anything about it. So if you can't do anything about it, don't cry over spilled milk. Just, it's just, you can't do anything about it. I want to harp on that for a second, that you can't do anything about it. So what's the point of, like, I, um, I tend to worry sometimes about things. But my worry leads to stress and it's very taxing on my body. Worry does nothing about the situation. I get a call from my boss, I need to speak with you. I'm worried, controls my whole day. Boss calls, it was nothing. Even if it was something, worry's not gonna change ultimately what that is. So what's the point of worrying or tripping if if you can't do anything about it with worrying? It's the same thing with If you're in that guilt cycle, there's nothing you can do about it. So why harp? Why sit? Why settle? Why let it ruin the rest of your day by just harping on it? Number two, there's a reason why you binged. There's a reason why food became what you dove into. It was either whatever plan that you're on is too restrictive because Maybe in your mind, well, I've got to lose weight, so I've got to do this particular diet, or I've got to have this amount of calories. The weight loss journey, the health journey, isn't black and white. Like, I understand calorie in, calorie out, but then you've got hormones that are fluctuated in there. Uh, the, the priority that you have either on carbohydrates, fats, protein, and how your body's going to sit and settle, where you carry fat. Uh, there's a lot of factors involved. Yes, the foundation of any diet is calorie deficiency, bottom line. But 
there are a lot of other factors. It's not just black and white. There's a lot of things going on when you want to go through the weight loss or the, the, the losing weight journey. So a part of that is being patient and consistent, but also getting into a plan that you can be patient and consistent with. All right, I gotta be patient. I gotta be consistent with this super extreme diet. No, that is not the way to go. You gotta be patient and consistent with the right plan that you can be patient and consistent with. So maybe whatever you were doing, and think about the diet that you're on. Think about the plan that you're on. Is it too restrictive? It probably is. Because if you had what you enjoyed incorporated into your plan to lose weight, you wouldn't have this insane urge to dive into food as a binge, a a, a complete binge moment. It's really counter, like we almost have to combat, like the odds are forever not in our favor. Because you think about every diet industry advertisement, everything that we see out there, we've got diets, lifestyles, we've got all these things advertised. And yet what works for you is gonna be different than what it works for everyone else. Maybe you can take things from each individual thing and make it a part of your plan, it's great, but you've gotta develop a plan where you enjoy things, but also have some restriction to where that overall balance doesn't lead you into diving into and binging into something because you're already satisfied because you're incorporating things that you enjoy. So for instance, my approach, my plan, what I have might not work for everybody. So I enjoy keto toast. I'm not keto, but I will take advantage of something that they provide. I'm not gonna dive into all things keto because the high fat content typically leads to higher calories. And if I'm at a calorie surplus, I'm gonna gain weight. So, you know, pork rinds, the the, the chicharrones, those are very high in fat. So they're very high in calories. I think one little small bag is like 800 calories. I'm not gonna lose weight being at a calorie surplus. It's just not gonna happen. So I take portions of what works. I really like the uh, Weight Watchers portion of like points. It's not that I count points, but I love that they put points and impact points per meal. So for me, I look at those things when I see them on the shelf, like, okay, why is this impacting the way it is? Developing a plan that you can not only enjoy the things that you enjoy moderately, but also have some restriction is the plan that you've got to develop because the, the feeling of wanting to binge isn't just gonna snap, go away. You've gotta outthink your binge episode moment. You've gotta out-strategize what got you to the moment that you feel guilty about. Ah, I dove in and I felt bad. Okay, well, what happened? Uh, I, I ordered pizza and I, I dove into uh, the whole box. Okay, so if you can have pizza as far as your overall plan and balance and approach, you can incorporate pizza, then this is something to where you're ordering pizza, but you're ordering something like a small or a personal size, but you're understanding what the calorie impact is on your overall approach of weight loss. And so now, hey, I've got 3000 calories that I can work with. Okay, great. I'm gonna order pizza, have two slices, and those two slices are gonna account for 1,200. I've gotta make a plan and I've gotta find a balance so that I can be able to have this 3,000 calories, but also find a way to have those 3,000 calories in a balanced way to where you're not binging because all of a sudden now I'm gonna binge into pizza. You don't have to binge into pizza, you just had pizza. 
it's also having that, but also having some restriction. There is some restriction that is going to be involved in that. So I want to encourage you that number one, you can't do anything about the past. You can't do anything about what happened. Number two, you probably got into a, too much of a restrictive lifestyle, restrictive diet. Maybe the magazine 10 pounds in seven days was too intense that it didn't end up working out for your benefit. And number three, and number three, you are not alone. You are not the only one. I find solace in the fact that other people struggle with what I struggle with. I find solace in the fact that folks are going through what I'm going through. That's why the weight loss community is so important and support is so key and important because when we know and understand that other people are going through what we're going through, we find solace. So I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that when you're pushing, we're pushing. That when we're pushing, you're pushing. And collectively, we're pushing towards a better us. I am five years in to this journey and I'm still finding ways to improve my health. Five years. So if you can't commit to at least two years to change everything about how you approach, then that's going to be maybe one of the first signs that I'm not ready for this health journey. And I need to find a strong enough why or strong enough push to develop something to push me. Um, you know, for me, I had a doctor tell me he wouldn't be uh, surprised if I was around in six months. That, that was enough for me. What's enough for you? Your kids? Your family? Uh, what's enough for you? You've got to find what's enough to push you during those hard, tough moments of having to be patient and consistent. Again, patient and consistence. Can you be patient and consistent for at least two years? That's when things are really going to start coming together. It's going to take two years, not six months, not nine months. Give it two years. Uh, I heard someone else say, uh, if you can't give it three years, don't give it three minutes. And I thought that was incredibly powerful because I think we see the, I want to lose uh, weight in six months to be ready for this wedding. Okay. Well, just know that if you're going to go the extreme route, the too restrictive route, Hey, you might get there at the wedding, but it's going to bounce back really quick and you're going to be in um, a tougher strain because now your body's going to acclimate to the fact that, hey, you went on this extreme diet. I'm going to uh, acclimate myself so that way if you do that again, I'm, I'm going to uh, make sure that I'm safeguarding because your body's very protective of itself. Safeguarding. So that's why the yo-yo diet exists to where you lose weight, you gain back and gain more back. Your body is intuitive. It's smart. It knows what it needs. And so when it adds weight back on top of what you already lost, it's doing that to protect itself. Your body is very intelligent. Your body is very smart. It knows exactly how to protect and safeguard itself. That's exactly why when we have a bruise, when we have a scrape, your body goes to heal itself. It's not just externally healing, but it's also internally and within our system and within our organs. Our body is working to defend itself. And so when you go on these restrictive extreme diets, you're putting it in harm's way. So it does things, release of hormones, whatever it is, to protect itself in future instances. That's where you've got to be careful and going too restrictive because you end up getting into this guilt cycle of losing weight quick, gaining it back, then some, losing weight, gaining it back, then some, and going in the vicious cycle. I love that there's a guy I follow on Instagram and it's just super inspirational for me. His name is Lafa or Lafayette Burrito. Super inspirational because he's taken his time. He hasn't been super restrictive. He hasn't been super just, ah, oh, I gotta have, ah. He's been very laxed, but 
He's been a very focused calorie deficiency, eat what he enjoys, and it's taken him some time. It, I've been on you know Instagram for three years, and he has been on this journey that three years, but he has consistently dropped weight, and he is starting to uh, transform towards his final weight, and it's crazy because he has done it, but he's done it in the long approach. You know what the long approach does as well? It all of a sudden develops tendencies. If you do something consistently for two or three years, you're going to develop a tendency of doing that same thing. So now when he gets down to his goal weight, it's not a huge change to maintaining. It's just doing what he's been doing and keeping it off. So um, you're not alone. Number three, you are not alone. Number one, don't cry over spilled milk. You can't do anything about the past. All you can do is move forward. So find a way to move forward. Um, Number two, uh, that I think the number two uh, is, is real big in, in regards to was the plan was what you're what you are doing too restricted that led to the binge eating being honest with yourself about that and then number three you're not alone you're definitely not alone I'm hoping this podcast encouraged you again you can always come back to this this is episode 57 in the find a way podcast series 57 so if you ever have a struggle and want to come back to this episode, it's episode 57. Uh, Thank you again to all the monthly supporters. I want to say thank you so much uh, helping continue this podcast. If you want to donate to the podcast, you can on a monthly basis. I know that typically subscriptions are something that we uh, shy away from, um, but if you would like to support the podcast on a monthly basis, you can. You can do as small as 99 cents a month. There is a mid-range one of $4.99 or there is a top tier one of $9.99 a month. And uh, that is simply a monthly subscription. Uh, And so thank you for those that have already signed up for that. I really appreciate that. Helps continue this and uh, helps continue to support this podcast and finding time to uh, put together whatever I can to help the journey. Uh, Thank you again for tuning into this episode and I'll talk to you on the next one. Take care.